Hello everyone, my name is Ryan Campinho Valadas, or just Ryan. Welcome to my podcast, Such a Gorgeous Paradox. This podcast is about life and its many, many paradoxes. It's about how simple things can feel complex, how endings become beginnings, how joy is found after world-shattering pain, how letting go allows us to have what we want, how everything feels so separate and is yet so interconnected. It's about our individual lives and our collective journeys. It's a space that combines a lot of my passions, therapy, creativity, social justice, and their intersections, conflicts, and general dynamics. For that reason, Such a Gorgeous Paradox is a space to give visibility to underrepresented and intersectional lived experiences to honor lives that are often at the edge of mainstream dynamics. It's a space to share the highs and lows, the macro and micro components of our personal lives, and to do so unapologetically, joyfully, with integrity and inspiration. The podcast will have an interview and conversation format and feature a different guest per episode. Guests will be invited to explore and share their personal journeys, their inspirations, and to present aspects of their work and personal lives and how this may relate to well-being, creativity, and social justice. The guests and topics will feature discussions on sexuality, gender identity, race, ethnicity, religious backgrounds, disability, as well as on new forms of delivering therapy, such as using new technologies, reaching new client populations, or even new modes of working which may challenge previous paradigms. The first season of the podcast has been partially sponsored by the British Association of Drama Therapists and will be dedicated to the drama therapy profession by featuring a number of different practitioners at different stages of their career and whose experiences may often be invisible, underrepresented, or marginalized in the makeup of that profession. But more on this in the next episode. I should add that yes, I am a therapist, specifically a qualified drama therapist by training, and I live in London. I'll speak a bit more about my therapy experiences in future episodes as well. On a personal note, I am originally from Portugal, and I have lived in the US where I finished high school. I've also lived in Scotland where I did my first university degree, and I've been in London for the past 10 years. In this moment, I also wanted to talk a little bit about the podcast itself and to reference the sources of my inspiration for the name I've picked. The name of this episode in particular, Life is Such a Good Conversation, is a line taken from uh, an interview that I read in a book of uh, interviews called Gay Soul, which was edited by Mark Thompson in the early 90s, and it features 16 different um, visionaries, writers, teachers in the gay community, and it's set against the backdrop of the AIDS crisis. So a lot of the interviews are about that specific crisis, what came before and after, and what the crisis was like. 
And in a specific interview with Paul Manette, uh, who was a gay writer, um, Paul mentions uh, whilst discussing life that to him, life is such a good conversation. And that sentence really resonated with me because that's that's how I feel many times when I'm talking to people and having um, a good time connecting to people. Uh, I feel that life itself is that conversation, that my life is a combination of wonderful conversations and connections I make with the people in it. Shortly after, as I began to then think about the name for the podcast, I also came across uh, an interview in another podcast called On Being with Krista Tippett, which is one of my favorite podcasts. And in one of the episodes, she's interviewing Ocean Vuong, uh, who at the time was uh, just about to release his novel called uh, On Earth, We're Briefly Gorgeous. And in their discussion about language, um, Ocean shared that he picked the word gorgeous for the title of his novel because to him that represented a wink to his audience, to whoever was going to read the book, that he was a queer man, a gay man. Um, and I really liked that idea that the that word for him represented queerness and campness, and he wanted to put it in the title as a way to signal it um, to the audience that this book was going to include uh, his queer experience and perhaps other queer experiences. And um, and that really struck me, and I somehow knew exactly what he meant by that. And um, and as I continued to think about titles for the podcast, I decided to combine these two references um, and, 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 and sort of came up with the title of Such a Gorgeous Paradox. And I chose paradox also instead of conversation because um, as a therapist, I feel so much of what I do and so much of what I see in the therapy space is paradoxical. And so um, I really like the tension, uh, to explore the tension uh, within a paradox and to follow its um, dynamics and to be creative uh, about holding those spaces sometimes in those tensions. And I guess from, from these references, um, you know, I can I can say that I'm very inspired and influenced by queer writers, um, generally by queer everything, uh, because being queer is perhaps my most significant identity. And I tend to use the words gay and queer slightly interchangeably. Uh, but I guess when I when I use the word gay, I'm probably referring to sexual orientation and sexuality. And, uh, and when I use queer, I'm probably coming from a more expansive uh, position um, because queer to me denotes uh, perhaps my politics, my cultural and aesthetic references, um, my view of the world, my own world paradigm, uh, and perhaps even my sense of spirituality and creativity. 
And, um, and I think also my sense of social justice derives from, from my queerness because um, that's what always set me apart from, um, from the, in the place I grew up. And so it was through my own experience of being at the margins, of experiencing the margins, that I started engaging with other marginalized experiences and being curious about those experiences and learning from them and understanding the similarities with my own experiences of the margin, but also the differences. Because whilst many of us may occupy marginalized spaces, our experiences can still be quite different within those spaces. And so why a podcast, I guess? I, I, I really love podcasts. And I think the reason why I like them so much is because they allow for, for nuance and they allow for context, which I, I believe the world is sort of seriously lacking in at the moment. I enjoyed the long format because I like to be part of conversations that take time and consideration that uh, include careful thought. Um, and, and I also like conversations that support, that build, that investigate, that are curious, that connect. Um, and so ultimately, I feel that that is my greatest hope and intention for this project is to create a space to, to learn and unlearn, to be curious, to be inspired, um, and to be grounded and connected to, to my guests and, and sort of grounded in the moment uh, when I speak to them. Uh, I can share that so far the, the process has been really interesting. Um, I submitted the proposal originally in June 2020 and uh, received the confirmation at some point in July 2020. And, um, and then for a few months after receiving the confirmation of the funding, um, I must admit I was completely overwhelmed by a fear of failing by a fear of not being good enough, of not being my best, of, of not knowing what to do, um, of not really understanding a lot of the, the tech uh, around uh, making a podcast. And uh, I particularly am not very fluent in, in, in technology. I, I feel I can do basic things, um, but can get very overwhelmed if they become a bit more, a bit more complex. And... Um, and so I think part of my response to that was to read uh, a lot of guides on how to create your podcast. Uh, uh, I listened to a lot of podcasts about podcasts. I uh, watched videos about it. And ultimately, I probably think I, I did too much research and I then had too much information um, with also some different kinds of advice and, and so became a bit stuck on that as well. And at some point it just got to, a, to, to this place where I just had to decide to, to keep going, to move forward no matter what. And so I decided to just record interviews and publish them in as simple a manner as, I, as possible. Um, and so in order to counteract the pressure an expectation of being perfect, 
I've just gone ahead and decided that the interviews will also be published with minimal editing. Um, and they will include very much like this episode, some pauses, some some um, stumbling over words, uh, because I I feel I feel that's also who I am uh, when I'm working as a therapist. I'm not necessarily correcting myself all the time. I, I I don't feel that stumbling over words is a bad thing. I don't feel that pausing to think about what I want to say is a bad thing. And so I wanted to include that and to keep that in the conversations, especially since I'm going to be talking with a lot of therapists, uh, particularly in season one. So um, I'm keeping it as, as real as I can, I guess. And, um, and because for me, one of, one of the main many goals that I have uh, for the conversations is to show the, their humanity to to keep them real um, to to keep all the moments that perhaps we would erase or edit out for the sake of perfection for the sake of um, making everything extremely tidy which I feel sometimes is nice uh, to to be really tidy to 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 strive uh, for perfection or to to make the best that we possibly can. But I think it's also important to, to be okay with being good enough. And in therapy, we, we talk about that expression a lot. Uh, and to me, being good enough just means doing the best that I can with the knowledge that I have in this moment in time. And um, I'm sure I'll learn a lot more once the process you know, as the process continues, I feel I've already learned immensely just in the first few interviews I've done. And so, um, and so I feel that by the time I come back to do a second season, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll feel differently about it. Uh, I'll be able to include more things because I'll know about more things that I, and I, uh, would have learned, uh, more things have and, and have incorporated them. But for now, it is my sincere hope that you find something that resonates with you in these episodes. And so I would like to to leave you with just a big thank you uh, for for listening and taking the time to to be with me and to to spend this time with me and and my guests in future episodes. So thank you and speak soon.